Hello everybody, we're back here in Casa de Madera, Woodhouse, Woodhouse. <laughs> with the Catechism of Charles Spurgeon. Yeah, and this week we're going to be looking at question number two of this catechism. If you haven't been with us and you have uh, not listened to the first episode, you might want to go back and do that because, well, we deal with the first question and also the question a little bit of why we are doing this. There's also a post on our blog talking about why we think that catechisms are actually maybe a good thing, even though neither one of us were uh, exposed heavily to catechisms in our early lives as Christians. So question number two says this, what rule has God given to direct us how we may glorify him? The answer, the word of God, which is contained in the scriptures of the Old and New Testaments, is the only rule to direct us how we may glorify God and enjoy him. Well, here's a really important question, especially as uh, some of you may be doubting a little bit. Is this really a good idea for you to be looking at a catechism? Well, the catechism is a tool, and it's only a helpful tool insofar as it enables us to better understand the clear teaching of the Bible. So we're going to go ahead and read Ephesians chapter 2, verse 20, which is mentioned here. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 20, if you're following along in your Bibles. And I'm actually going to start in verse 19 so that we can get a whole sentence in. So then, you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens fellow citizens with the saints, and are of God's household, having been built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone, in whom the whole building, being fitted together, is growing into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are being built together into a dwelling of God in the Holy Spirit. Well, the key verse for our purposes is right in the middle of all that, and it's verse 20. Having been built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. And the key there seems to be the idea that the apostles are the primary authors of the New Testament, people associated with the apostles, if not apostles themselves, and then the prophets speaking very broadly of the Old Testament. So, why is it so important that we have the Old and New Testament as the rule uh, for our lives to direct us and how we ought to glorify God and enjoy Him? I think so. Uh, all the Bible together keeps us it's a few. It's a whole story. We can see the Old Testament like, oh no, this is just stories and just good stories about people. It's about Jesus, as you see, with the New Testament. So it's a complement. And I think we need to see it like a one, you know, it's just separate. Yeah, I think that's really important. Sometimes we think, oh, the Old Testament is all this old, irrelevant stuff. But um, the whole Bible is absolutely connected. There's been a long tradition in uh, really kind of maybe telling people to focus only on the New Testament, um, the Gideons, who are great, um, they oftentimes will give out a New Testament and the Psalms and Proverbs. And while that's a good start for some people, it is really important that we see these things together and connected. And so you have these two foundational parts and then Christ being the cornerstone of it all that ties it all together. 
If we read in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17, we also read, All Scripture is inspired by God, and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be adequate, equipped for every good work. And that's so important to remember, you know, what is Paul talking about when he talks about the Scriptures? Well, he's primarily talking about the Old Testament here, mm-hmm. although we read in Peter's epistles that Paul's letters are now being considered on the same level as scriptures as well. So uh, we've got all of this uh, scripture that is so important for the Christian life if we are going to become the kind of people that God designed us to be. So that's the only rule to direct us how we may glorify God and enjoy him. So you remember last week, the purpose that we have, the chief end of man is to glorify God and to enjoy him. How are we going to know how to do that? Well, it's through the Bible. And we can see one more important passage that Spurgeon has put here for us to look at, and that is 1 John chapter 1, verse 3. And again, To put this in context, we're going to go ahead and back up, and I'm going to just read the first four verses of 1 John. What was from the beginning, what we have heard, what we have seen with our eyes, what we have looked at and touched with our hands, concerning the word of life. And the life was manifested, and we have seen and testify and proclaim to you the eternal life, which was with the Father and was manifested to us. What we have seen and heard we proclaim to you also, so that you too may have fellowship with us, and indeed our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. These things we write so that our joy may be made complete. So John is writing this, and whoever is also with him or being represented by him They're writing this to complete their joy, and it is the testimony about Jesus and what they've seen and what they've heard, and that's what they're proclaiming. And that message that they proclaim, the gospel message about Jesus, that is what gives us fellowship with God and with one another. And so as we seek to live in our purpose, it is so crucial that we look to the word of God and the message that's been proclaimed by the messengers of God, the prophets and the apostles, and base our lives on that. And so really, this podcast and the catechism and the preaching and teaching that happens in our churches should all be based on the Bible. And it's only helpful insofar as it is actually based on the Bible. If it's not, then it really doesn't have any place in guiding the life of the Christian. I think it's important to remember this. I, I like here they say, or joy. I think when you read the Bible, brings you joy, convictions told to you that brings you joy and to like to talk with other people about that. Yeah. I think so. That happened if you discover the Old Testament or rediscover the Old Testament with the New Testament. Wow. That, for me, was a good experience teaching the little ones in Mexico, the whole Bible. So when we understand the Old Testament and then went back in John, <laughs> that was a good book for them and for me, connect all the Old Testament and the New Testament in Jesus. 
bring us joy and excitement and we want to know more and we want to tell people where we learn how the Old Testament connect with the New Testament. So I think you will enjoy that if you start doing that. Read the Bible. It's a good, the Charles Spurgeon, these questions are good for you to understand what is the purpose of life or things like that. But read the Bible brings joy, I think, for me. And you can share that with other people. Absolutely. I think that, you know, I love your Sunday school class in Mexico, and I hope and pray we can get back to um, doing in-person ministry again in Sonora really soon. The joy that those kids had, seeing how the Bible all connected. And when you do begin to dig into the Bible, you know, we read about it here and it says, oh, it's a rule to direct us. And a lot of us have an aversion to that word rule, like, oh man, it's going to tell me what to do. But there is just tremendous joy for the uh, regenerate Christian who the Holy Spirit's at work in your life. When you begin to understand the Bible, it's, it's food for your soul. And it's life-giving and it's joy-giving. And when we're joyful, we then tend to talk a lot more about our faith and we want other people to know. And so your, you know, your little Sunday school class, um, again, before COVID, was really exploding because children were learning the Bible and they were excited and they were coming back. And there weren't a lot of gimmicks you know, to try and draw the kids in. It was really just the Bible. And they were actually disappointed if I didn't preach long enough for you to get through <laughs> a long class. And, uh, and we want that not just for kids in Mexico or kids in our churches, but we want that for adults. That, yes. that is supposed to characterize our lives. Mm-hmm. So go out there and dig into the Bible. Don't worry. You don't know everything, and you'll never exhaust your (laughs) knowledge of the Word. There's always more to learn. There's always more connections to make. Um, This is the guide that God has given to us. If you enjoy the thought of living in your purpose, of glorifying God and enjoying Him, you need the Scriptures to be a huge part of your life, because that's where we're going to get the direction from. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks for joining us, and hopefully in the next week or so, we'll have another podcast moving on to question number three. Bye.